Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Rusk Report program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Back by popular demand, we have an author with us and philanthropist, Jean Shafaroff. And the book that she has written is Successful Philanthropy, an inspiration and practical guide to giving, how to make a life by what you give. And I've met the lady who has provided the introduction, Georgina Bloomberg. I was at a reception in the White House with President Trump four years ago, and she was there as one of the guests of honor with Rita Cosby uh, in the White House. Uh, this is a, a very a bright, attractive author and philanthropist, Jean Shafaroff. To tell you a little bit about her, She's an author, advocate, serving on multiple national and regional philanthropic boards. She is the ambassador and spokesperson for the American Humane Feed the Hungry COVID-19 program. She is the host of the television show Successful Philanthropy on LTV, and a previous guest who's been on this program many times, John Katsimatidis, has been a guest on her television show. A little more information. Jean Shafaroff grew up on Long Island. Her parents are Placido Lutri, former music chairman and director of district bands for the Levittown Long Island Schools, and Rose Lutri, a painter and former textile designer. Jean Shafaroff graduated from Holy Trinity Diocesan High School in Hicksville, New York our guest today. Now, there's a lot of causes where people feel that they should be giving, especially end-of-year giving. Uh, this program airs on December 19th. People are concerned about Israel. They're concerned about peace. What about end-of-year giving? Jean Shafaroff. Yes, first, Brian, a thank you for having me back on your show. And to all the listeners, about end-of-year giving, I always say follow your passions and give to a cause that's in need. So, for example, right now, if you're interested in finding a cure for cancer, I say look for a charity where they're doing research on cancer. If you're interested in supporting Israel right now 
and maybe some of the work that's being done by their ambulance system within Israel, you could find a charity to help there. If you're interested in helping the Ukraine, look for a charity that's involved in the Ukraine. If you're interested in animals, find an animal charity, and there are many, many throughout the United States. Whatever your passion is, follow that passion. Next, look for a charity that's well-run and that utilizes its money effectively because you don't want to give to a charity that's not utilizing funds in the way they should. And you might say, Jean, how do I do that? Well, the first thing you do is you go online and Google that charity, read periodicals on what's been written about them, look at their website and ask people. And you, if you can always request also their 990 form. I'm getting a little technical. That's so, all right. That's okay. But for most people, end of year giving is a time to give where your heart is. You want to do something that's going to make a difference and that's going to make you feel good. So from there, I say, as I said before, just follow your passions and do a little research. Very good. Now let's talk about gratitude. A lot of people have a lack of gratitude for good life, good health, joy, success. And that's one thing that you write about in your book is expressing and showing gratitude. Let's talk about that, Jean Shafaroff. Yes, well, gratitude is something that some of us possess and then some others don't. But if you look at your life and you feel you've had a good life, well, the next step is to show gratitude, to be grateful for all that you have. And how do we show gratitude? We show gratitude by, first, not complaining, Second, by doing something to help those in need who have less than you. If you've had pretty much a successful career or you're in the midst of a successful career and you're enjoying life, well, it's time to give back and show that gratitude. And it can be done in a number of ways. In my book, Successful Philanthropy, How to Make a Life by What You Give, I write about how to become a philanthropist. I say that anyone can become a philanthropist. The first thing you do is you can give your time and your knowledge. And for those that have available resources, well, I believe we have an obligation to give financially. And many people who have not so much to give end up giving financially, which is a really wonderful thing. And you might say, well, there are so many wealthier people why should I do this? Leave it up to them. You can't think that way. If the United States of America thought that way, we would not be the country we are today. We are a country where everyone pitches in and everyone has to help. So you can volunteer. You can become a volunteer ambulance driver. You could work for the American Red Cross. You could work and be a volunteer mother, a class mother at your children's school, but do something. 
And when you volunteer, you feel good about it. You might say, Jean, I don't have the time. I've got two jobs. I have three children. How can I volunteer? I'm not going to dispute that. You volunteer when you can, when you have the time. It might be only an hour a month or an hour a year, but try to do something because you'll feel good about it and you'll be helping others. We're learning a great deal from Jean Shafiroff, author of Successful Philanthropy, an inspirational and practical guide to giving. Now, how can one purchase this gift? Is it available at Amazon? Can someone buy this book? Yes, the book is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble books. Now, there aren't that many left, so you have to hurry, and it's not very expensive. And Brian, how I much just, is it? I don't even know, but it's that you can buy a paperback or you can buy hardcover. I think both are still available. But Brian, you mentioned something about me and my education. Yes. I very much believe in education. After high school, I went first to SUNY at Albany for two years. Then I transferred to the College of Physicians and Surgeons at Columbia University, where I got an undergraduate degree in physical therapy. And then a year later, after spending one year as a physical therapist, I went back to the Graduate School of Business at Columbia University and got my MBA in finance. And so to the listeners, education is key if you want to get ahead. And it costs money to go to school. Yes, but you can go to state schools. Make it your business to get some kind of higher education or go into a trade school, but do something so that you can have a career later on. Very good. For those who have just tuned in, our guest today on the Rusk Report on the BET 1520 is Jean Sharafaroff. She's a philanthropist and author. Again, the book, which is available at Barnes & Noble and Amazon, it's running out of copies, but you can still get a copy of Successful Philanthropy and Inspirational and Practical Guide to Giving with our guest, Jean Shafiroff, the author. A little plug here, Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampol Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many Tops and Wegmans stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454. And have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. I'd like to thank those who called regarding our recent guest, famous realistic artist from Muskoka, D.A. Dunford. So thank you uh, for your calls on that. A little bit more information about Jean Shafrop, author of Successful Philanthropy. She received a Bachelor of Science degree in Physical Therapy from Columbia University's College of Physicians and Surgeons and an MBA from Columbia Business School. Jean Shafiroff worked as a physical therapist at St. Luke's Hospital in New York City. Later, she worked in public finance and in private partnerships on Wall Street, including a post in the Corporate Finance Department of Investment Bank, L.F. Rothschild, Unterberg, 
Tobin, our guest today, Gene Schafferoff on the Rust Report on the Bet AM 1520. If you're listening in Montreal, Buffalo, New York, or Northern Florida, drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, Bet 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We received letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand with our 50,000 watts of clear channel power. Canadians and Europeans, drop us a note. We also had on recently Alexander Estel from Nuremberg, Germany, um, regarding the history of the canal system in Europe. So thank you for your calls. Let's talk about what you speak about, what you write about, putting others first, being empathetic, selfless, and uh, giving of your resources. Gene Shaparov. Yes, well, Brian, first I say family really has to come first. If you're a young mother or a young father, you have to put your family first. And that means helping with homework and being there for them and doing what you can for your children and those around you. And then, of course, is we have to help others. And key to a good life, I think, is looking outside of our immediate family and helping those that have less than a, than we do. And that's how I was raised. I was raised, went to 12 years of Catholic schools, and the nuns taught us the importance of giving back. And I want to add that all religions teach the importance of giving back. It's not just one religion. And and why do we do this? We do this because we have the natural instinct, I believe, most people, to do something to help society. We live in the United States, and it's part of our culture. Don't live in the United States. Many, many people around the world want to get involved in giving and putting others before us. It's a feel-good experience. It makes the world stronger, a better place, and it makes you a better person. We see with a lot of community organizations a lack of young people getting involved. If it's Rotary, Kiwanis, the Lions Club, so many people in these groups throughout the East Coast, we blanket 17 states and half of Canada with this program, but a lot of young people don't want to get involved in community organizations philanthropy, community service. How can we get these young people going and giving of themselves? I say we need more junior programs because young people want to be with young people. So when I'm involved with an event, and every year I chair about eight or nine or ten charity galas, I encourage juniors to come because they, number one, are the future. Anyone who's Gen Z or, or young, well, we have to get them involved by encouraging them and creating junior groups. Also, if you're going to have a charity event where people have to pay to attend, make the junior price much lower than the price for adults or seniors or, or people in their 40s and 50s and 60s. Juniors just starting out won't have the same amount of money and they should come at a reduced price. And you should include them in your press and also mentor juniors. If you, if you have a young person you know and you want to mentor, I think it's key. But 
we have to create opportunity for juniors. They are our future, and if we don't get them involved, a lot of these organizations won't survive. They'll simply, they'll die out because as people get older and age out, there won't be anyone to take their place. So it behooves almost every single charity, every single organization to get juniors involved. And parents can also encourage their children to get involved by doing things with them together if they're very young. And I speak about all of this in my book, Successful Philanthropy, How to Make a Life by What You Give. Again, uh, the book is Successful Philanthropy. It's available at Barnes & Noble and Amazon. How to Make a Life by What You Give. Gene Shafaroff is the author. There's also an introduction from a very wonderful international leader, Georgina Bloomberg. So it's a good book. It's a good read. It's fast. It's interesting. On the back it says it's $15 in the U.S. and $18 in Canada. So it's a good buy for the hardcover book. I've enjoyed it uh, very much. Again, if you're uh, listening in Cheektowaga, New York, Toronto, or Washington, D.C., drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, The Bet 1520 Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We greet letters from our Canadian European listeners. And thank you uh, for the calls we received about uh, Ambassador Carla Sands, who is U.S. Ambassador to Denmark on this program, another great lady, as our guest today is a very dynamic and gifted woman, Jean Shafaroff, author of Successful Philanthropy. A little bit more information about her career in philanthropy. Jean Shafaroff has been a trustee of the Jewish Board of Family and Children's Services since 92 and serves as a board member of the Youth Counseling League, a division of JBFCS from 98 to 2009. She has served as co-chair of the Southampton Bath and Tennis Club Charitable Foundation from 2005 to 2020 and a member of the board of directors from 2001 to 2004. Let's talk about being thankful for what we have and having an appreciation for uh, the goodness that we have in our lives every day. Yes. Well, thankfulness goes hand in hand with gratitude. And the way we show our thankfulness is by doing something to help others. And we are so blessed in this country, living in the United States. We live really, I think, in the most fantastic country in the world. We live in a democracy. We have freedom of speech. We have rights, rights of the people. So many other countries worldwide, as you all know, don't have any of this. And thankfulness is part of being an American. If you want to be a, a law-abiding and good citizen and enjoy what this country has to offer, and you really have to be a law-abiding and good citizen to remain in, in, with a good reputation in the United States, you have to be a thankful person. Very good. Wise advice. Now, you were featured in Forbes as our former guest. John Katsimatidis has been featured in Forbes internationally. And uh, it was a feature on giving and philanthropy. Let's talk about this Forbes feature and the response that you received being published internationally. Yes, well, I've actually had two features in Forbes. 
won in Forbes in Spain, the women's Forbes, and then just recently on November 15th, Forbes USA. And the article spoke about my philanthropy and then my fashion, which is a passion of mine. I love fashion. And you think the two of them don't really go together, but I live predominantly in New York and I go to many charity galas and when you get dressed up and you're chairing an event and everyone is excited to go to a party for a good cause, well the fashion adds a little dazzle, a little pizzazz and a little excitement and people love it. Philanthropy, I serve on seven charity boards. My areas of focus are women's rights, rights of underserved populations, animal rights, and then health care. This is my life. If I didn't have my philanthropy, I think I'd be a very, very bored person. So the Forbes article speaks about my philanthropy, my fashion, and how it's a full-time job for me. It's a full-time volunteer job, but a job that I absolutely love and Going back to gratefulness and thankfulness, I'm very, very grateful to be in a position to do the work that I do. My education has been key in helping me raise money for charities. I'm a volunteer fundraiser. I've never been paid for anything. I don't want to be paid for anything. Good. And I'm very, very grateful to do the work I do. And I'm very grateful to Forbes for featuring me this past November 15th. Well, that's a wonderful exposure all over the world from such a well-regarded uh, publication internationally. Now, you were involved with uh, Philanthropy Day, November 15th, which is three weeks before the airing of this program. Um, you talk about feeling good about giving with time and effort. Let's talk about uh, your involvement with Philanthropy Day this year. Yes, well actually for me it was philanthropy week, but almost every week is philanthropy week. Uh, so I started a Tuesday night. I was an honoree by Women's E-News and of course I made a donation to them. They're a 501c3. On November 15th I attended the New York Women's Foundation neighborhood dinner in Queens, New York. I took an Uber out from New York City, and I'm on that board. I've served on that board, and I've been an active donor uh, for many, many years. And then I went over from there to the German uh, consulate in New York City right after that event uh, for a kickoff party for the Quadro Bowl. Thursday night, November 16th, I was a gala co-chair of the French Heritage Society. I serve on their board. And as gala co-chair, I, of course, purchased a table. The following night, November 17th, I hosted a party in my New York City home for about 100 people for a Mission Society of New York City. And I had a very full week <laughs> that week, and I, but I love Just it. Just hearing this is about what I do. it, it's exhausting me, so much work you put into that week. Well, and I forgot to say that I was also at the United Nations. I had been invited by Deepak Chopra and some others to sit on a, a panel, or, or it was um, a group of people, a number of us. Actually, I wasn't a panelist. I was part of a group 
um, a forum for mental health. And I believe I did that on Wednesday. So it was a pretty busy week. And there were also board meetings. Most of the board meetings today now are uh, via Zoom because everybody's spread out all over. It's, uh, you have an amazing life. Again, if people would like to learn from the wisdom of Gene Schafferoff, our guest today on the Rusk Report on the Vet AM 1520, you can get a copy of her book through Amazon or Barnes & Noble. The book, again, is Successful Philanthropy, How to Make a Life by What You Give by our guest, Gene Shafiroff. Now, you, you told me before the taping the importance of volunteers, people who, like yourself, give with no compensation because you care. So let's talk about these volunteers um, why they are so important to every charitable organization. Volunteers are key to any charity. Volunteers are giving free time, number one, and they're giving free knowledge. And one thing that people must always remember is that all volunteers must be treated with dignity and respect. Just as if you were in the workplace, Likewise, volunteers must treat those that have paid positions with charities with dignity and respect, and everyone must treat those that are served by a charity with dignity and respect. Our country is built on volunteerism. We have volunteer fire workers. We have volunteer ambulance drivers. We have people that work for the American Red Cross they work for animal groups, um, animal shelters. They work in a countless number of ways. And our country is built on volunteerism. And this has to continue and is probably one of the most important things that anyone can do is to volunteer their time and their knowledge. We have a minute left on the Rusk Report on the BAT 1520. And I just... If you could just tell us why it's important to show respect towards our police and firefighters. Brian, first I want to say that I think it's a terrible thing that the police have been defunded in so many parts of the United States. We need the police and we need the fire department badly. And they provide so many important resources. Number one, safety. And Without the police, strong police force, and without the fire department, we are only going to go downhill as a country. I'm sorry we have to bring the Rusk Report to a close. Again, our guest has been the author of Successful Philanthropy, a woman who practices what she preaches on giving and helping others in need. Our guest is author and philanthropist Jean Shafroff. Also, special thanks to Kevin Carr, our director of production. And thank you for enlightening us once again about the need for philanthropy, Gene Shafiroff. Have a great week. And thank you, Brian. This was a wonderful interview, and happy holidays. <laughs> You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 